And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr, and suits so fine they made Sinatra look like a hobo. Is this your place, Carl? Yeah, what do you think? Really? It's really awful. But I have a lot of things that are on order. You know, credit trouble. Pay more attention to your schoolwork and less to the radio. You always listen to the radio. It's different. Our lives are ruined already. Eagle Whistler. The state will self-destruct in five seconds. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games. Movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the captivating Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's the Spike Jones Show with special guests Richard Widmark and Kay Starr. We're going to start things off by bringing back our special guest, Spike Jones Jr., the son of the man we're saluting, Spike Jones. Hey, Spike, how are you, my friend? Terrific, Carl. Hi, Lisa. Hi. We're glad to have you back with us. We weren't ready to to let you go so fast. No, yeah, no. We're holding you over a second hour here. And once again, folks, we do have some people on the line, Spike, but I want to let everyone out there know that they can call in now. In the next five five minutes or so, we'll have you on the air, 312-642-5600. Call through. Get on the line with Spike Jones. So, Spike, um, you know, we talked about it a little earlier. We um we are putting out four full-blown collections of your dad's work with some of the biggest stars on the planet as his guest stars. And these range from, like, the uh, mid-40s all the way to the late 40s. And there's 16 episodes on each one of these volumes. You're so kind to let us put these out to the uh, public. And it's uh, very easy to get any one of these uh, volumes or all four volumes. Just go to Downpour. Dot com D-O-W-N-P-O-U-R dot com. If you want to talk to a live operator, you can call 855-369-6768. That's 855-369-6768. What's been your, um, you've, you've gotten these now, uh, got a couple of sets, uh, passed them out to some of your friends and family. What's their thoughts? Uh, their thoughts, I mean, this is really basically the first introduction to the Spike Jones radio show. Um, and it's fabulous that it's being done by Hollywood 360 and everything else. And they're quite surprised at it. What I'm surprised at is the, the band is basically the, the, um, his tell his radio show is comparable to what he recorded for RCA and for other labels. Yeah. They're almost, they're almost identical mm-hmm. whereas there are in the other things that they have, there's, um, there's some similarity, but these are, I mean, my old flame with Peter Laurie sounds exactly <laughs> the way it did when it was recorded. Yeah. Um, and that's very exciting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you alluded to it. So like, what I think you meant is like people that are Spike Jones fans now, really all that was available to them were records. And I know your dad put out a lot of records and he had big selling, you know, records with 
to Fuhrer's face and all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth and things like that. But really all they have had is the records. And now there are, you know, all of these half-hour radio shows that we're putting out, which is really cool. Right. Um, and we're, we're happy to have it. And especially when you have guests like Richard Woodmark and um, all of these motion picture people wanted to do Dad's show um, because they would have so much fun with it and so on and so forth. They would never have an opportunity to, um, to be as crazy and, and uh, they love doing his show. Yeah, and you know, when you look at all these, I'm looking at all uh, the volumes here, and a lot of times he had musical guests like the Mills Brothers and Vic Damone and Buddy Clark and the Harmonaires and Mel Torme. But he also had, as you say, these movie stars, Gene Kelly and uh, Frank Sinatra, Peter Lorre. I'm looking at here, you have Hal Perry, who played the great Gildersleeve. Um, you know, Fred Astaire. I mean, it goes on and on. You're going to hear them kind of um, in Spike's world, right? Because it was Spike's world on this radio show. Totally. Yeah, you show up, you're in Spike's world. <laughs> and uh, um, it, it's, you know, very different to hear that. Yep. We have a caller. Let's talk to Bethany calling in from Boston. Bethany, you're on the line with Spike Jones. Carl. Hi. You there? Hi, I'm here. Yeah, you have a you have a question for Spike Jones? I do. Hi, Spike. Hi. Your dad was such a talented musician. I'm just wondering if you play any instruments as well. Um, I used to play drums when I first started out because that was what he was. He was known for that, and it was a natural. Um, gravitation towards that but actually i went into television and um uh performed a lot of uh award shows and produced a lot of award shows like the emmys and things like that uh that was that was my forte so to speak got it that makes sense thank you thank you bethany um yeah tell us a little bit about your career spike so you uh, you decided not to go into the musical side of it, but you're a big producer. You do a lot of producing of these shows, um, and I'm not sure I heard what what it, what was the the television show that you produced for a long time. The Emmys. Oh, the Emmys! <laughs> I didn't hear it. <laughs> that little thing. You know that little show, the Emmys. Well, I got to yeah. tell you, Lisa Wolf is a struggling struggling actress here. You know. <laughs> And so, you know, if you need her for anything, yeah, she, I'd be out of here tonight. She's you know, out of with, here with the right uh, with the right job <laughs> opportunity. It would be my last night here, around. Hollywood three hundred and sixty. Who do we have on the line, Mike? I've got uh, Joe from Lagrange Park, Illinois. Hi, Joe. Welcome to the show. You're on the line with Spike Jones. Hi, Hi Joe. I have two quick questions. Hi, how you doing? Um, does anyone know what kind of trumpet George Rock played? And what happened to all of those unique instruments that the band used? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I know the uh, information exists about George's trumpet, but all of the um, the musicians and the cowbells and the guns and all of the horns and everything else were in a warehouse for the longest time. And then uh, a lot of the guys' bands took some of the stuff home and, and they've cared for it very well. 
Wow. I can imagine. Um, they you should know, be see. up for auction today. You can make a fortune. <laughs> right. Truly. Well, that was a great Truly. question, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it was. Great question. All right. Thank you. We appreciate it. We appreciate right. it. And, uh, right. yes, so, Spike, yeah, I, you're, I know I read in, um, in Jordan's book that uh, you actually, your father wasn't feeling well or something, and you actually took over for your dad and and uh, conducted the orchestra one time. Was it in Vegas or something like that? It was in Vegas and Lake Tahoe and Reno. Um, and what were the circumstances? Well. Yeah. So basically, they uh, they asked me to come up because, as I said earlier, I had seen the show over and over and over again. And he had a commitment to Harris Club and a couple of other places. And uh, management and my dad's organization said, why don't you come up and stand in for your dad? Because he was doing three shows a night, but he had asthma and emphysema and just couldn't, uh, just couldn't make it happen. It was so uncomfortable for him. But I had seen it and uh, under any circumstances would have been thrilled to to go up and do it. And then I remember a couple of times I made him laugh because mm. he was sitting off stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that was a gas. I mean, that was. I mean, to, uh, to uh, have the baton and to run that, uh, that unbelievable band. Wow. And fantastic. to make your dad proud. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Well, and he's, yeah. I'm sure he's very proud of you, Spike. And, um, we're doing him honor by putting out really his best radio shows in four volumes. I'm so lucky to um, be in association with you on this, Spike. I really appreciate you trusting me to put these out to the uh, to the public. You can go to downpour.com and just search Spike Jones, and all four will come up. Downpour.com, search Spike Jones, or call 855-369-6768. Spike, stick around because we're going to have a lot more of your dad's radio shows uh, this evening on a salute to Spike Jones. It's great talking to you as always. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much. When we come back, we have uh, a 1949 episode of the Spike Jones Show. His special guests are Richard Widmark and Kay Starr. So stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Ah! For the love of Mike, don't miss Spike! Don't miss Spike, Lisa. <laughs> Achoo! 
Oh, oh man, there's nobody like Spike Jones, and we're saluting him. He was uh, amazing. He was on radio a long time, and uh, we have a lot of his radio shows that we're putting out for the very first time. I mean, nobody has these shows, Lisa. These are from Spike Jones Jr.'s personal archives, um, and we have an episode for you now. We're going to play an episode from June 10th. Uh, I'm sorry, from May 14th, 1949. May 14th, 1949. Special guest Richard Widmark and Kay Starr. So here is the Spike Jones Show. Coca-Cola presents the Spike Jones Show with Spike and the City Slickers, including Doodles Weavers, Professor Fiedelbaum, George Rock, Dick and Freddie Morgan, Sir Frederick Gast, Dr. Horatio Q. Birdbath, and our special guest, Hollywood sensational new personality, Richard Widmark, and the singing favorite, K-Star. Whether you're going out on the town to dance or see an evening ball game or see a movie or just to take a walk down Main Street, you'll undoubtedly pause to refresh with ice-cold Coca-Cola sometime during this Saturday night in May. If you're staying home to listen to the radio, be sure there's Coke on ice because even the best program is better when you listen refreshed. And here they are, back in Hollywood after four months on tour, Spike Jones and the City Slickers. Yes, this is Spike Jones. You say you received my wire. Yes, we're back in Hollywood to stay. What's that? Oh, that's too bad. Goodbye. Hey, fellas, the band won't be able to live in the same place we did last year. What's the matter, Mr. Jones? Can't you get reservations? No, Hollywood Park burned down. (laughs) No gal maid has got a shade on sweet Georgia Brown. Two left feet, but also oh need has sweet Georgia Brown. They all sigh and want to die for a sweet Georgia Brown. I'll tell you just why. You know I don't lie, not much. It's been said she knocks them dead when she lands in town. Since she came, why, it's a shame how she cools them down. Fellers, she can't get our fellers. She ain't net. Georgia claimed her Georgia named her sweet Georgia Brown.
Thank you, music lovers. Well, here we are back in California after being on tour for more than four months. And it's your... Excuse me, are you Spike Jones? I am. Mr. Jones, on behalf of the Columbia Broadcasting System, I'd like to welcome you back to Hollywood. Well, thank you, but uh, what connection do you have with CBS? I am Amos and Andy. <laughs> How could you be Amos and Andy? They're two people. I've got a split personality. Well, get a hunk of scotch tape. I don't want you to come apart here. How did CBS ever get anybody like you? When they bought Jack Benny, they forgot to look under his toupee. Say, <laughs> so, since you work for the network, maybe you could answer a question for me. What's that? Well, since I was away, some of the country went on daylight savings time and some stayed on standard time. I'd like to know when my program is heard now. Oh, that's very simple. This is Pacific Standard Time, and there's four hours difference between here and New York. So uh, when you're on the air at three o'clock, if you're in... Uh, uh, where it <coughs> uh, when it's six o'clock in Chicago and two o'clock in Kansas City, then the time in New Orleans is... Oh, you don't need to know. <laughs> Uh, when uh, you're in the Rocky Mountain time zone, which you're not, you set your watch ahead two hours. Uh, no, if you're going uh, back four hours, uh, sideways. Oh, who listens to you anyway? <laughs> Well, there goes another ghost rider back into the sky. <laughs> but getting back to my tour, so I... Don't you know, I move. I got you covered. <laughs> what? Clam up, schmo. I'm taking over this corn carnival. Taking over this... Say, who do you think you are? The name is Widmark. Richard Widmark. Now, look here, Widmark, you Shut can't come... Shut up! <laughs> but I was on... Shut up! Now, what's your name? I asked you what your name was. But you told me to shut up. I know it. What's your name? It's... Shut up! <laughs> this guy's hard to start a conversation with. Now, look, skinny. I do. Do what? Look skinny. <laughs> oh, a wise guy, eh? You see this in my hand? That's yeah. a heater. And if you get out of line, the next thing you'll hear is Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriel heater! <laughs> Wasn't that funny? You kill me. Later. <laughs> now, who are all them crumbs back there? Who are you calling a crumb? You, what about it? Nothing. I just wanted to be sure you have the right crumb. <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. I know you're Richard Woodmark, the movie Batman, but you're not on the screen now. Why, well, I bet that gun you've got is just a toy. Oh, yeah? <laughs> hey, Skinny, where are you? Have I got long, stringy hair? Nope. Then I'm in the mop closet. 
Jones, I'll tell you what I want. I want you to play some music for me. Something with culture. Culture? Yeah, K-O-L-T-A-R, culture. <laughs> I want to hear some classical stuff. Anything in particular? Well, I'd like to hear something like uh, Debussy's Afternoon on a Farm or uh, Flight of the Stumblebump. <laughs> How about Bram's Alibi? Mark, I'm sure we've got something you'll like. Now, just let me go Hold over to the... Hold it. What are you reaching for? A gun. Drop it. But I use it as part of my music. Look, the only guy that's going to hold any rods around here is me. But, but... And what are all those things over there? Cowbells and auto horns and a washboard. Those are the instruments that I play. Dad, if I wanted to hear that kind of stuff, I'd have gone to Vaughn Monroe. <laughs> Leave him out of the music. But how can I play anything without my guns and horns and cowbells and washboards? Ad-lib your way through it. <laughs> but the music is supposed to have Ad-lib your way through it without them? Or is. <laughs> okay, let's go, fellas. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Clang, crunch, auga, tweet, Nothing like it, Lisa. Nothing like the Spike Jones show, and that's what we have for you right now. May 14th, 1949, his special guests, Richard Woodmark, along with K-Star. Uh, enjoying this? Lisa, It's really back. funny. Lisa, and, I, you know, we're so lucky to be able to hear it and to be able to hear it in the quality that it is from, what, 1949, is yeah, it? Yeah, 1949. Directly from Spike Jones Jr.'s library of his dad's masters, and that's what we have for you. Um, and as I said, I don't think these ever have been played before. I mean, this this has not aired since 1949. It has never Amazing. been played. Um, and we have them all for you, all the Spike Jones shows. Salute to Spike Jones. Stick around. More coming your way. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, and Suspense, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows, along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. You know what, Lisa? I'm looking at these volumes. These are so cool. I mean, look how nice the artwork. And Spike Jones Jr., he really uh, 
had a major hand in designing all of this with the artist. You know, we have a really cool covers and spines on these collections. We have four of them, four volumes. Um, and many of these episodes are um, have never been heard since they originally aired. And these are directly from his master recordings, four volumes of the Spike Jones show from the mid-40s to the late-40s. We're airing uh, a Spike Jones show from 1949. We'll get back to it in a moment. But uh, if you would like to have any one or all four of these collections, the Spike Jones show, just go to Downpour, D-O-W-N-P-O-U-R, downpour.com. Um, and just in the search bar, just just put in there Spike Jones. They'll all pop up. You can actually listen to samples, and they're available on digital download or on CD. And uh, there's a number to call, too, if you want to talk to a live operator, 855-369-6768. That's 855-369-6768. That's the downpour number. That's who's doing the distribution of these shows. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, uh, look at how cool that is. Yeah. It's really such a nice tribute to his father. Yeah. And at least he knows that this is being, you know, put out for the best reason ever so that people can continue to enjoy his talent and his work. Yeah. He was on the air a long time and he did a lot of albums, toured all over the world. And now we have his, uh, his radio shows out. And for the how very wonderful first time. all these years later. Yeah. Um, how it's still, um, just as talented and we can still appreciate what he's done. Yeah. And very funny. I mean, we're sitting mm-hmm. here, we're listening, Absolutely. we're cracking up. Let's get back to this. Let's go back to, um, May 14th, 1949. Uh, his, uh, guests are Richard Widmark and K Star. Here's the conclusion to the Spike Jones show. Is that all right, Mr. Widmark? It stunk. I've never been so insulted in my life. Oh, you must have been. <laughs> Mr. Woodmark, if you'd only... Hello, Spike. How are you? Hey, who's to fail? She's one of the country's most popular radio and recording artists, Kay Starr. <laughs> Kay, this is Richard Widmark. Richard Widmark? Ooh, I'm just crazy about him. Ah. Hey, you better be careful of him. He's got a gun. Look, you butt out of this, you lily-livered, stupid, yellow-bellied, rat-faced, sniveling stool pigeon. (laughs) Stupid? (laughs) That's the last straw. You want to make something out of it? Yeah, I'm not taking any more of this from you. You're not, huh? No. You want to step out in the alley? Okay. Now that we're alone, Kay <laughs> You got a song for us? Yes, I have, Spike I thought I'd sing a new one That's been raking in the nickels at the jukeboxes It's How It Lies Oh, that's the one by Sonny Burke and Paul Webster mm-hmm. Go ahead, Kay, huh? If you think candy's sweet There's a guy you ought to meet Sugar drips from his lips when he sighs But that love light that lies Within my baby's eyes How it lies, how it lies, how it lies He's got style, he's got charms And a pair of loving arms That I'm dying to try on for size But that love lies, it lies within my 
Ladies and gentlemen, here are the city slickers with their version of Ponce, of Ponce, with their version of Johnny Mercer's Dance of the Hours, <laughs> including a preview of the forthcoming Indianapolis Auto Race by Professor One Cylinder Fiedelbaum. Thank you. 
Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Doodles Weaver in the press box in Indianapolis for the big car races out here today. It's a beautiful day for the races. Not a cloud in the sky. 150,000 people are waiting for this great, enormous spectacle. And what a spectacle. What a wonderful spectacle. I'll describe the whole thing. You're listening at your radio. It's really marvelous out here. And now the boys are ready. Coming around the turn down the straightaway. Here they come, all bunched together. I believe it's a perfect start as they come down here. The green flag waves the starter. It says, okay. And there they go! It's car number two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Jack. Jack, hit me again, dealer. Those cars are all going 33 cars, all different colors, bunched together. I don't see how they can avoid an accident. They cannot avoid an accident. They cannot possibly avoid an accident. But some way they avoid it. They do, they avoid it. And now around the far turn, I can see number 10 is taking the lead. 13, 15, 71. The first car by the stands will be number 10. Here he comes down that straightaway, 145 miles an hour. Look at number 10 come by. Here comes number 10. Oh, number 10 right now. Here comes Tanner. Oh, three, four, five. A wreck. A wreck in the far turn. A man skidding around. Out of control. Up to the fence. Down on the fence. Unless he's careful, he's going to hit the fence. Please don't hit the fence. He'll hit the fence. Don't hit the fence. He hit it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in a very slight accident on a fire turn involving 35 cars. And I have I have my assistant Spangler on the track of an ass Spangler to take it away down there. But be careful as you cross the track. Watch out, it's very dangerous. Thank you very much. I'm down on the track now. And as I cross the track, <laughs> number three went by there. As I cross the track, <laughs> four went by there. Well, I'm having a little trouble getting across the track. <laughs> When I finally got here, here's the driver of the car. I want the driver to say a word so everybody knows he's perfectly okay. Driver Harry Gentry, say a word so you'll know you're all right. Just <laughs> heard the driver of that car. He's all right. Take it upstairs, Mr. Weaver, for the finish. Whoop! Mrs. Doodles Weaver back in the stands for the finish of the race. The best man on here today is number 13. That boy is really moving. What a driver. What a fiend. What a demon. <laughs> there he goes now. Passing everybody, cutting in and out. Every eye is glued on that car. Looks very funny with all those eyes glued on it. <laughs> there he goes again. Look at that boy drive. What a driver I've never seen. <laughs> there he goes again. Look at him. <laughs> there he goes again. <laughs> he went by twice. <laughs> Here's a little midget racer doing well. Look at that little midget coming down. Here comes the midget racer. <laughs> midget racer went by. Well, P38, how did that get in here? <laughs> and now Cross-Eyed Sam, the famous Cross-Eyed Drivers and some trouble. Watch out, Cross-Eyed Sam. Here comes Cross-Eyed Sam. There he goes the other way. <laughs> and now the crowd is standing on his feet, getting ready to cheer this winner as he comes around for the 500 lap. Look at him come down here, and everybody's going mad. And here comes 13. I'm sure he'll be the winner. And there goes the winner! Great, fellas, and you did a wonderful job, too, Professor Fiedelbaum. Hey, Jones, I've been waiting for you out in the alley. <laughs> Mr. Woodmark, don't touch me. I I'll do anything you say, only don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me, huh? <laughs> Come on, now, relax, Spike. I'm not gonna hurt you. I was just playing a little joke on you before. I was just acting. You were? Sure. Oh, I knew it all the time. <laughs> you didn't scare me. I was just going along with the gag. Oh, then green is your natural color <laughs> You were very convincing, Dick You know, I'm not bad at those gangster roles myself How about you and I teaming up and making a gangster picture together? Uh, well, I don't know about that Oh, come on, I'll show you what I can do, huh? Presenting Spike Jones and Richard Widmark in The Killers Or Burt Lancaster Blows His Top 
<laughs> the scene opens in the hideout of those two desperate gangsters, Spike and Dick. They are on the lam from the law. Dick has gone out for food, and Spike has remained behind in the hideout. Suddenly, someone knocks. Who's there? It's me. I got the food. Oh, wait a second, Dickie boy. I'll let you in. I got the door all barricaded. Just let me move all of this stuff, huh? First, the bed. And the stove I should have took an O'Keefe and Merritt out of the broiler <laughs> Now the washstand The chain And the lock. Okay. Come in. Thanks. Just a moment while I put all this stuff back against the door. <laughs> the chain. <laughs> the washstand. Chair And the bed Cops ain't gonna get through that. I'm starving, Dick. You buy the food? Yeah. Where is it? I uh, left it out in the hall. <laughs> in the hall? Yeah. I see. the bag of food out in the hall where you left it. Yeah, I see it. Hand it to me so you don't forget it. Here you
And now, Dick, I... <laughs> Dick! You'd like to come in? Please? All Here is Spike Jones. Next week, our guest will be the glamorous Dorothy L'Amour. And the City Slickers will do their version of that big hit, Ghost Riders in the Sky. But before we say goodbye for now, I want to thank K-Star and Richard Widmark for being with us. Spike, I had an awful lot of fun watching you and Dick playing gangsters. And I had fun too, Spike. Well, I'll be running along now. Fine. Wait, uh, I'll move some of that stuff away from the studio door. <laughs> First the chair... Then the stove. Then the... Oh, never mind, Spike. I'll jump out the window. <laughs> okay, I'll go with you. So long, music lovers. Richard Widmark appeared through the courtesy of 20th Century Fox, producers of The Beautiful Blonde from Bashful Band, starring Betty Grable. Don't forget to tune in again next week at this same time when the Coca-Cola Company again presents the Spike Jones Show. And Spike will have as his guest the beautiful Dorothy L'Amour. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. That is the Spike Jones Show from May 14, 1949. Spike's special guests, Richard Widmark and Kay Starr, along with the City Slickers, of course, and uh, Doodles Weaver, oh man, all his whole gang there. And the sound effects, how many sound effects were on each one of these shows? I mean... Hundreds, right? They're so funny. He's so good, and he's so quick-witted. Mm-hmm. Just great. All right, we'll have more Spike Jones. In fact, in our next hour, we're going to listen to Spike as a guest on Philco Radio Time with Bing Crosby. So we'll have another side of Spike Jones. But right now, it's time for this month in music history. All right, with your birthday around the corner, mm-hmm. I chose this song for you. All right.
I only feel like I'm about 19, 18. 19, you, yeah, you, that's what you look like. I know I don't like. look it. Yeah, yeah, you do. No, you I look don't. about 16, 17 yes. to me. Uh-huh. To me. So this is Forever Young by Rod Stewart, released in, uh, on his 1988 album, Out of Order. Peaked at number 12 on the 1988. charts. 1988. Let me think. Let's see. Where was I in 1988? Well, so you, were out of high, you were out of high school. I was out of high school. I was out of college. I was playing baseball, doing a lot of baseball around that time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. those were the good old days. Man. Yeah. I was really fast, too. I was, like, running super fast. I didn't have knee issues. Right, knee, shoulder, hip, whatever. <laughs> Arm, shoulder, <laughs> knee, rib. I Legs. have two, two broken ribs yeah, right now. Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing hurts you. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, thanks, Lisa. Sure. More of Hollywood 360 after this. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio. On Hollywood 360. Yep, we have more Spike Jones in our next hour. Spike is a special guest on Philco Radio Time with Bing Crosby from uh, 1946. But we're going to need a caller, right, Lisa? That's right. We're going to play Name That Tune. The subject is Donnie Osmond. Donnie Osmond. Right. Yeah. I don't know. He was a teen idol for sure. You can play the game, be on the air. We'll play some Donnie Osmond songs. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. We need caller five. All right. See you soon. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.